Oh, that was clean. What up, Kev? Huh? <laughs> that was clean. That was clean. That was a clean yeah, countdown. Man, just jumped right into it, man. I could. It's this. It. You know what happened? I could see all five fingers on the, <laughs> the street. So I was like <laughs> doing the yayo dance. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, man? How are you? Chilling, chilling, man. You ready for uh? You ready for all the coverage tomorrow? Of the greatest player ever to play in the league. You you know you want to hear what's really funny? <laughs> almost word for word, you said what my dad said to me today. That was it. Almost word for word. like you might have missed missed that like two words off, but almost word for word. Um, I have yeah. I'm 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 really 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 delving into how social media depresses us <laughs> right no really i really am like i'm like okay don't read the comment section right because then you're gonna sure. just learn how many people in the world hate you and blah 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 right <laughs> but the other thing is is like sports commentary especially basketball comment just really really pisses me off so much that i already know what it's gonna be but it, it, it's just i'm the answer to your question is no. I'm not ready, and I'm not even going to participate. I'm, I'm like, I'm not doing this. Big shout out, though. What a historic, not historic, but well, I mean, relatively historic. Not even relatively. I mean, a, a center averaging near a triple double um, throughout the play. I mean, that's that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So, hats off to the guy. Hats off to him entirely, man. He earned. I'm, I have to be sure I didn't finish watching the game, but I have to be sure he got Finals MVP for this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well deserved, well deserved. He's the goat. He's gonna be considered the goat <laughs> going forward. <laughs> All his championships are more valid than everybody else's. It's Word. it's gonna be a mess. That's how it works, man. At least you know the rules. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh, it's gonna be a mess. <laughs> it's gonna be a mess, yo. <laughs> so that answers my question, my opening question. Um, so I'll change it. Okay. Do you believe what I what I just said that social media ultimately has a tendency to depress or upset us more than help us? Social media, not necessarily the internet. The collective us, probably. Yeah. Me, no. No. Because every everything no. on my social media it still has a delete button. <laughs> My computer has an off switch. It's, it's like a train wreck. I've used this analogy a couple times for a couple. Of times. It's like a train wreck sometimes, though. Like you're mm-hmm. like, all right, I just want to see if somebody says it. Somebody's gonna say it, and you're like, oh my god, it's so much worse. But I've done better now. I just don't read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I generally ignore read the conversation. I have my. It's basically like a jab. And then a, and a power punch. The jab is just the ignore. I'm really good. Yeah. My jab will just keep keep distance. Mm-hmm. I can just ignore, 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 ignore. And then every so often, got to throw that other hand and just delete something. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like you're really going <laughs> to... I do a lot of deleting. Yeah. It's like, you're really going to come into my house and do that? It's like... <laughs> It's like people think that these people are, it's like, would you walk into somebody else's house and just cut a fart and just bone out? Yes, most people, a lot that's of people. That's what people would, do. I would say most, but a lot of people. That's would. the behavior that's displayed. It's it's really foul. I I think it's funny, and I don't know how many how many people listen to the show. I, my comment section sometimes is like where people, it's like people show up there like, like it's the good life, like they're going to get a record deal. <laughs> or like a social media deal directly from my comment section <laughs> and I'm like yo there's only come on, a, man you got to get out of here there's only a couple people who I read your comments for <laughs> <laughs> well you already know the fizz or my man John are going to be funny like that's exactly. automatic right nobody they're not taking anything I say which is perfect yeah. i enjoy that omega's 50-50 he going to be funny or, or roll with the subject omega's dope jeff the boston fan of course you you like um you're like uh, Fizz and John like you don't ever you know what I'm saying you gotta like, realize you gotta realize too if my accuracy like, is not always my if my accuracy is not always on point you gotta realize I don't even slow down 
I just stop. <laughs> Keep moving. Yo, it's cool. I it's just dang. Yo, some people hop in there like, all right, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. I used to see this dude at shows, and I've been wanting to tell him this everybody, exact opinion. <laughs> everybody walks into you. People walk into your comment section like like uh, like they're B Rabbit, like it's Eight Mile. <laughs> it's <For> like, real, <laughs> yo. It's going down. I'd be like, whoa. I mean, I appreciate the commentary, but you know, keep it. You know, keep it civil, man. Come on. So to answer your question, I mean, yes, civil, social, like, social media keep, sucks. Keep it light. Yeah, social media is weird. I, I think it's actually... Has social media jumped a shark? Are we on yeah. the other side of like... I don't know if we're yet? on the other side. I, I'm not sure. You know what I want to know is how many people are going to spend $3,500 for those Apple things? <laughs> I don't even know what they are. And then just... what they are. It's like a... It's a VR headset, but it's sort of, you know, next level. And it's... it's um. You know, like Apple does, they make the most of the the Apple Mac ecosystem or iPad, iPhone, okay. Mac ecosystem. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just really interested in how many people are going to pay thirty five hundred dollars and then like sit down, never get up, croak, and be sitting there with that thing on their face because the thing on the front of it, there's a screen that shows like it can show your eyes, like the cameras inside take pictures of your eyes, and then it gives you an yeah. rendered version of so people know that you're looking at them or that you're engaging with them which sure. is stupid because why would I buy one of those things if I wanted to engage with anybody else I don't know I've spent about but 30 or 40 years wearing headphones and people still want to talk to you like I don't want I don't want any of that <laughs> that's why I don't ride the train in LA anymore <laughs> <laughs> Good morning is enough, right? It's yeah, enough. we all know. You could just you could just get train. that all accomplished with the with a head nod. Yeah, like yeah, what else? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. Uh, I want people. People were getting beat up for Google glasses back in the day, right? Oh, were they? Getting jumped in. Yeah, there was a couple of instances where they broke. People broke them, and mm. I want to be on the internet. They look mad fragile. They do. They do. Um. I'm not sure with the idea of social media, right? And and this is the thing before we jump into the show, because our show is basically a combination of just information. This, the, you know, the internet. <laughs> like, Reps Radio is rap, old head energy, and the internet. Um, <laughs> that's the log line. That's, yeah, that's it. And, <laughs> you know, um, with the the recent las vegas aliens oh i totally missed that you're gonna have to yeah yeah Yeah, i mean we could we could briefly get it it's funny because allegedly there's video allegedly Mm -hmm. but see this is okay i am not quick enough to grab my phone and there's a story i got all these stories for this beginning segment they kind uh-huh. of roll into each other. Oh, okay. So people are like, how come they didn't take video? Okay, listen. If like a mountain lion is chasing you, you're just not likely to grab your phone, right? Yeah. You're not likely to be like, okay. If an eight-foot being <laughs> is in your backyard, like your, your first response is terror. Like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> I'm not sure if I would be quick enough to get to my phone. Maybe my daughter would because that's her generation, right? She might be mm. like, damn, I got it, right? But I honestly, Kev, I don't think I'd be quick enough to get to my phone in that situation. That was the one thing that came to mind. Like people were like, yo, how come there's no video? And I'm like, eh. And of course, the government's suppressing the video and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, I guess. But yeah. I don't know. That was pretty wild. I mean, you're in, you're in Las Vegas. I would imagine that rather than wanting to see video of aliens, blurry video of aliens, you'd much rather see one woman completely fighting with everybody backstage at the Floyd Mayweather fight, fighting more than any fighting that went on in the ring. <laughs> After the fight. You see that? That's mad true. Yes, I saw a little snippet of that. I'm yeah. like, what city is this? Yeah. 
the city that needs a nice Clorox wipe down. Man, man, you know what? Man. And we're not gonna, we're not gonna shout to Philly, by the way, because Philly had, had a tough weekend. We're not gonna talk trash. We're gonna talk a little trash, but we're not gonna talk too much trash about Philly. I don't, I've, I've given Philly enough. We're close to this. I've given Philly enough. You think so? Just when I mean, let's let's. We're in the second quarter of the year. I mean, Q3. This is a corporate conversation. Q3. I'll, I'll get back on Philly. We're close. We're close. All right. I'll get back on Philly in Q3. Fizz is going to send Charlie Mack. Come handle us. <laughs> Just realize that we understand the ramifications of the things that we say. It's yes. not in good fun. We want to make fun of you, but this week we're not going to. We're not going to. No, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> oh man, Philly. Philly Matter of fact, so I even paid tribute to one of Philly's most esteemed institutions in the topic title of the first topic. So, all right. You know, speaking of which, man, let's let's just go ahead and get to the other side. Right. We got aliens. We didn't even get to the. We didn't. We don't have the aliens online on the, on the conversation, so we're not gonna talk about them, but. I don't know, man. What happens if they if they hit that? All right, fine. They real and it's it's going down. We just gonna let them walk around. I'm like, okay, that yeah. doesn't seem great. So, I bet you I they don't. I, don't I bet you they don't make stupid comments in the comment I section. <laughs> well, okay, we are gonna get to the other side. Matter of <laughs> fact, let's get to the other side. Okay, <laughs> hold on. <up. laughs> you ready, Kev? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy, Trek Life, and your fam, Kev Sakota. Aliens. <laughs> it must be aliens. <laughs> Ancient Aliens is oddly racist. Huh? That's a show no, you is. keep trying it's, to get me to watch. And I, I loved it for a while. And I was like, yo, it's oddly racist. Like hmm. Against aliens? No, no. No culture of people that did something that we marvel at is credited with doing it. Aliens did it. Oh, yeah, totally. So, like, everything in Africa that was built, everything in Asia that was built, all of that, aliens did it. But then as soon as, like... The mm-hmm. world becomes westernized. It's like, oh no, white people did all that. It's like, of course. wait a minute, yeah. what? How did that happen? Anyway, um, yo, thank you for tuning in, man. We appreciate <laughs> you said clever alien, right? Fox News writing alien. Okay, anyway, um, thank you for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you'd like to catch past episodes of, Raps of this show, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you want to catch us on television, go to BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. That's btsn.watch, btsn.tv, and BTSN on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Download the app or channel. We are right there with plenty of other dope content. BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network. We want in and... Check us out on Instagram at Rapsucks Radio and on Facebook, RSR Podcast. Before I get this wreck, Kev, I'd also like to say that if you are in Los Angeles on Friday the 16th, meet us, well, me, at Continental Room. We'll snap back. We'll be going down. Now, listen, old school hip hop and R&B is what we, what we play. It's more of a, it's a house party vibe. I will be emceeing. <laughs> we know what you play. Shut up. Shut up. All right? All right. <laughs> nah, it's good. This is in L.A. In Orange County, I would play that. But in L.A., I know that there's a bit more of a sophisticated listening ear. Mm. Um, no, yeah, shots fired. The, <laughs> um, yeah, snapback. We'll be going down at the Continental Room. If you have not been to the Continental Room, it is a refurbished speakeasy one of LA's speakeasies that's been refurbished to whatever downstairs cell phone service may not even work in there for you it's that far underground you gotta see it at the very least you gotta see it so come check us out snap back uh, on the 16th Friday the 16th that is this coming Friday at the Continental Room also if you are around the t- town on the 17th and you're out in the Orange County area 
I will also be at Snapback in Fullerton. I will be DJing, opening DJ, and I will also be MCing. Come check us out. My birthday's on the 18th. Yeah. So it'll be somewhat of a birthday weekend going down. All right. And that in uh, in that's in Fullerton. That's in Fullerton at the at Bourbon Street. Word. Yep, at Bourbon Street in downtown Fullerton. Yeah. Don't uh, just yeah, go like, to, Fullerton. to Fullerton. Just yeah, go to generally. the city. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just drive around. I'll be out. So no, go to Bourbon Street in, <laughs> in downtown Fullerton and check us out. You can find more information um, at Track Life or at Snapback underscore Live on Instagram. All right. Um. Yeah, there's some. There's some interesting stuff going on in the world right now. Oh, yeah. Lots. A lot of interesting stuff going on in the world right now. If you've been paying attention, this episode title might might hit you a little bit. Hashtag indict boy summer. That's right. Trademark. It's getting hot out there. Trademark. Trademark. Rap Sex Radio. Yeah. Rap Sex Radio trademark. We need to start selling stuff. I'm thinking an old head energy coffee mug should be the first thing we come up with. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Doesn't that sound like the the best thing? Especially with you giving up coffee recently. Oof. Man, I'm it's three weeks. A couple days away from three, three weeks. Three weeks. Wow. Wow. What are you drinking right now? Ooh, water. Oh, just a, okay. Water with bubbles. <laughs> we call at work we'd be like La Crotch. Right. <laughs> um <laughs> Topic number one is titled Let's see him come and gritty like that. Let's see him do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Conor McGregor sends Heat mascot to ER during NBA Finals Game 4. And subsequently, the Denver Nuggets sent the Heat to ER. Okay. That's right. Uh, source for this is TheAthletic.com. Players involved are Conor McGregor, Bernie, uh, Two-Piece, and a Biscuit. Both uh, all involved. Um, as if losing Game 4 to NBA Finals to Denver Nuggets wasn't tough enough on the Miami Heat, it turns out the man who plays their beloved mascot, Bernie, was taken to the emergency room of a nearby hospital for treatment after being leveled by former UFC champion Conor McGregor on Friday night. According to a league source briefed on the matter, the man was given a pain medication by the doctor and has since been sent home and is doing well. During a mid-game bit, which Conor McGregor was promoting his pain relief spray. <laughs> Check that out. He cold cocked Bernie with a hard left hook and sent him sprawling to the floor, landing another punch on the ground while spraying his product on him as he dragged as he was dragged away. <laughs> this kid was clearly by design, Kev. It was clearly by design. Clearly. As Bernie had confronted Conor McGregor by uh, wearing gold boxing gloves, but the excessive power behind the MMA fighter's punch did enough damage that medical treatment was deemed necessary. So you saw you saw this? I did, I did. I didn't see it live. I saw a replay of it. Yo, McGregor unloaded on that cartoon character. He's sure, tripping, dude. Super tripping. Yeah. I mean, I was like, mistakes were made, right? Obviously, the mistakes were made. And I look at the thing, I was like, that was not a mistake at he all. Lit. He lit, dude. Yo, he acted like dude had a helmet on. Inside the suit, he wilded. Dude is dude is feeling better drawing up lawsuit paperwork. Like, uh, <laughs> dude, he didn't sign some. Paper. I saw the day someone asked Dana White about it in the middle of a, one of his press conferences. <laughs> He's like, "What do you think was gonna happen?" <laughs> that somebody who knows how to throw a punch might actually know how to fake Oof. a punch. No, well. Yeah, that that would have been that would have been an important piece of stage direction to <laughs> Don't actually hit the dude, yo. Like he, he clocked him, he leveled him, and then he jumped on top of him and hit him again while he was on the ground. What? I, I hope that that guy, whoever the guy is, I hope I <laughs> what a bad week for these guys. That's rough. Yeah, that's rough. Oh man. You think he tried the spray at the hospital? Hey, yeah, no. like this shit don't work. Nope, that don't work at all. <laughs> How did they wash that spray out of that suit? <laughs> like yo, and also you think it smells like Drakkar? Like 
<laughs> Yo, I'm always game for a good Jacquard Noir joke. It's a, it's good for, you know. <laughs> 12 and 13-year-old me are like, yeah, man, for sure. <laughs> we all were in the dance smelling like Jacquard. <laughs> Remember when Cool Water, when everybody like got on Cool Water, like yeah, Ooh, yeah, that, that yeah, was a new cool. joint, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh boy, wow. That was that. Was it mm. better than the Mayweather fight? <laughs> nah, not but backstage. It was not better than backstage at the Mayweather fight. <laughs> That's for sure. Or the backyard of a Las Vegas random house, either. Still not better than either one of those. (laughs) On any given night, amateurs at Circus Circus outshine all these fools. Uh, If that fight was a Circus Circus, there's no way that suit would have been clean to begin with. So just spray whatever on it. Oh, gosh. Topic number two, Kev. Duck down. That's right. It's the original, as we put the original Krugs. Duck down. Yeah, that was a joint. <laughs> a re- remix, by the way. Right? Uh, was that the remix version? Yeah. Well, one you of You know was, what? That whole crew one was of one of those crews that had dope original versions and then dope completely different remixes. I'm going to roll with you on this. I'm going to roll with you on this, and I'm rolling with you. You, my guy. You are absolutely right. The OG version was dope. The remixes were dope. They they, they smoothed out the remixes, generally. Yeah. Right? For, they, but, they made the smooth version for R&B dudes like me with the, with the um, what you call that? Um, oh, what's that material that we used to have? The polka dot shirts. The Rayon? That Rayon. That rayon. It's the rayon version. You didn't have the creepers on, did you? No. Rayon with the creepers? No, I just walked around barefoot. Flip flops. <laughs> you the got club. the creepers on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. You my guy. Yeah. You had the creepers on. I know you did. Cowboy boots. Um rolling to what what where was what was Icy Ice's club at? What's the joint that Prince through the uh Prince's uh joint downtown? Glam Slam. What was that joint called? Glam yeah. Slam. Yeah. <laughs> So many, many a good night there. Yeah. Left a lot of rayon on the field there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. But I'm rolling with you on day crew. But into the stage was the ashiest record I've ever heard in my life, though. Oh, yeah. They could have they should have sold that with a bottle of lotion. That was a rough <laughs> it's a rough listen. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> except for, except for the first year and a half that I wore that out. After after that, it's a rough listen in context. Oh man, <laughs> I thought for sure that it was the cassette. <laughs> and I was like, man, I got a cassette, right? Like, cause I had it on cassette. So I'm like, oh, man. So I'm getting the CD of it. Like, yo, all right, this gonna this gonna bump now. I was like, yo, this might be worse. This might actually be worse. This is crazy. The, the 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 digital quality really shines a light on how poorly the mix was was executed. Damn, yo! Oh man, shout out to that whole crew, but man. Even they got to be making fun of that now. Like, everything, everything just sounded like it was under a pillow. It really did. It was like this can't be what had. Like, what did y'all do? What compression did y'all put on this entire mix? Like. <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, reason for duck down is South Carolina man uses spray painted Nintendo Duck Hunt game pistol to rob a business. <laughs> that is dedication. Oh, is it? The sources. It is, <laughs> but it isn't. Um, Wyff4.com. As a source, players involved in David Joseph D'Alessandro, Nintendo, and spray paint. And that stupid dog that laughed at you whenever you failed. Oh, that dog. The dog is the ashy mix of Nintendo. All right. The dog don't hunt. (laughs) Does not. 
A man in South Carolina used a spray-painted Nintendo Duck Hunt game pistol to rob a business, according to York County Sheriff's Office. David Joseph D'Alessandro, doesn't say Dela, says D'Alessandro, <laughs> age 25, was quick, quickly apprehended after he presented a gun and robbed the Quick Shop convenience store. Witnesses tell deputies that a person came into the store wearing a mask, wig, and hoodie. Uh, hoodie sweatshirt. Way to write that one like you don't know. Okay. <laughs> this hoodie would have been fun. And a hoodie. <laughs> the person showed the clerk the fake gun in his waistband of his pants and then demanded money from the cash register. Stole about $300. The deputies located D'Alessandro in the parking lot of a Dollar General down the street with the duck hunt pistol in his pants. He was arrested and booked in a New York, or I'm sorry, in the York County Detention Center. Go ahead, Kevin. Dude had blue hair. You see the <laughs> mugshot? Oh, was that the wig? It's his mugshot. Yeah. Was that the wig or was that his real hair? What, he had like a normal, he had a wig with normal hair? No. No, that, no, no. <laughs> You're, right. That's, You're right. That's his hair. Well, I mean, but that would be a good disguise, though. He looks very, he looks like a real evil dude, though. He looks like he could handle himself with a real gun. What's going on with the duck hunt gun? He could have gotten himself shot in real life. Oh, he's bugging. I'm just looking at the picture now. Yeah. He looks like Yeah. Yeah, he looks like off brand DC villain. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> but yeah. seriously though. I mean and he could probably could have gone on eBay and sold that vintage duck hunt gun for about three hundred and fifty bucks and he only walked away with three hundred. Right, so I, I did some research. Eh, about thirty bucks. Okay. Close. Yeah, I did some eBay research. That's an honest day's work though. <laughs> <laughs> Save money on spray paint. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, see, the, the, I in <laughs> I have a in this economy reaction to people still robbing stores. Uh-huh. Like, there's no way you're gonna make enough to survive. Even if you want like drugs, it's like, dude, drugs are like about a one store rob expense at this point. I'd imagine, right? Hmm. With inflation, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you got to find a better way to get cracked because. You got to hit at least a couple of quick and splits. <laughs> yeah, like you got a lot. You got that's why he's at the Dollar General down the street. Like he was like, all right, I got, I got five licks I got to hit tonight. And then... <laughs> I like the way I'm the like, cop. You see how the cops tag the gun? Yeah, I remember that the the um the duck hunt gun doesn't have a trigger guard. Yes. So. <laughs> They just wrap the tag right around the gun. They just you could pull that tag right off. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh, he did a nice job though with the spray paint, I suppose. He did. He did. Yeah, it's even a little gray on the handle. Like he actually took his time. Yeah, I I gotta believe though, nowadays if you're in South Carolina, presumably a relatively red state. I don't know if it's the case across the board, but if you're walking into a convenience store with something in your waistband, you, you, that's not a smart move. You're taking the, you're definitely taking your life in your hands, and it's in a place like South Carolina, I'd imagine. Yeah, he probably and he probably did wear a wig, but his wig was probably green hair, so he ain't smart. I think I'm hoping his wig was normal hair. <laughs> I really do. I hope it was like a like a somehow like a ball fade wig, like. We should we should do some research there. What if he had a what if what if he had a high top fade <laughs> like a Caesar wig with a high top, like Caesar into a high top. Like. Oh, like that'd be some that'd be some ancient aliens kind of yeah, to do. It must be aliens. <laughs> oh my god, there's no way Africans could have done any of this work. Aliens, like yo, okay, right, yeah. Anyway. It's a dangerous, it's a dangerous game he's playing here, man. Because everybody knows that duck hunt gun was not accurate at all, <laughs> not at all. And uh, look, John Moran from South Carolina. Now, look, if that don't tell you something, he ready, ready. Imagine what the rest of the state is like. <laughs> so maybe, maybe that was the problem. Y'all got all the guns. He's clearly got all the guns. 
They weren't they were all waiting for Memphis. Hey, man, why didn't you get a real gun? Ah, oh, they were out. <laughs> Supply chain. For real. It's <laughs> like... That's why you're waving them around. you like, I got all the guns. Every gun in South Carolina is in my possession. There's a lot of guns, yo. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Kids don't do three. that. It's a real gun-heavy episode so far. You got Conor McGregor throwing shots. You got this kid. <laughs> fake guns. Shoehorn Conor McGregor into, there, into that, yeah. that narrative. All right. Uh, topic number three. I want to do, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do the end of the, right? Because it was repeated. Shot him in the ass on the down stroke. <laughs> that's, that's what I did. <laughs> Soup on the beat like a bowl of kitchen noodles. I'm all rap. I'm all rappy today. Rappity <laughs> <laughs> rapid. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm super rapping today. Man shoots roommate. This could have happened in my home. <laughs> but it would be woman man shoots roommate for eating last hot pocket i've actually had this fight before i think in my house a word okay yeah yeah mercurynews.com reports this clifton williams clifton's roommate and clifton's hot pockets clifton clifton and clifton mm-hmm. those are all the players involved a man was shot over the weekend in, in louisville and police say it was over a hot pocket which Okay. The Louisville Metro Police Department arrested a 64-year-old, uh, 64-year, wait a minute. <laughs> I read that wrong the first, how did I get 34 out of that the first time? That's a 64, okay. 64-year-old Clifton Williams on Sunday after they said he shot his roommate following an argument. Police said that Williams' roommate had eaten the last Hot Pocket, so he started throwing tiles at him. Okay. A rest slip says that the roommate tried to leave, but Williams went inside and got a gun. The man was shot in the buttocks <laughs> as he is trying to leave. That's such a funny word. Buttocks. Uh, as he was trying to leave, according to police. Victim traveled a few blocks to get help and was taken, <laughs> taken to UofL Hospital, University of Louisville Hospital, to be treated for non-threatening life injuries. Williams has been charged, is being charged with assault and has been ordered not to have contact with the victim. His bond is set at, get this, you ready? Yep. $7,500. <laughs> <laughs> Broken walk out of jail. <laughs> for a cool, you know, a Nintendo gun robbery. Oh, like, exactly. A couple, couple licks. <laughs> 64 years like, old. What are you doing eating Hot Pockets at 64 years old? Man, do you know where your blood pressure is? It's 10 o'clock, yo. Where, where the F your blood pressure at? But in fairness, and I haven't had hot, cholesterol at? I haven't had Hot Pockets in a long time, mostly because... I, I realized that the only thing Hot Pockets are good for is burning the shit out of your mouth so that you just taste the <laughs> tissue of the roof of your mouth and your tongue for the rest of the day, just flopping around, and you can't taste anything else. You could just feel it, sort of, that you've done a lot of <laughs> yeah, damage. You, you know that, you know that, yeah, you've destroyed everything. But I think I do remember, even though it's been a while, that Hot Pockets come in a two-pack, right? Correct, they do. So the roommate, old bullet in the ass there, roommate, he took 50% of my man's Hot Pockets, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was nothing. Yeah. Yep. That's, you can't do that. And when you're 64, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming, I don't know, you might be on a fixed income like... Yeah, they definitely buying separate groceries. Like this ain't a like symbiotic, <laughs> like roommate situation at sixty four. It's names on milks. Like it's real things going down in that crib. So to eat half, half of his, you know what I'm saying? What, what Clifton got her first? His name is Clifton. Mm-hmm. No, that's it. That's that's I'm done. His name is Clifton. That's dangerous. That's a dangerous name. Clifton yeah. sounds like somebody you don't bother. Yeah, Cliff Cliff sounds like he's quick to pull the gun out. Yeah. Yeah. Clifton. 
put a bullet in your ass. He probably, he probably though, he's, he's probably a nice guy though. He probably shot him in the butt and then um, sprayed him with some of that Conor McGregor pain <laughs> spray. That's how a dude was able to make it all the way to the hospital. Oh, Conor McGregor's stupid for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Bomb don't do hard as hell, <laughs> yo. <laughs> like, oh, man. Just shot him in the ass and sprayed him with Dracar. <laughs> Go to your eighth grade dance. <laughs> Yo, my wife um, eats relatively healthy. Generally, that's her MO. But the one thing is if in case there's, you know, shortage of food in the crib, she, her backup is Hot Pockets. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't eat one of those. Oh, one of hers? Don't eat. Yeah, no. Nah, do oh, that. you got in trouble? Yeah, you can get you can get I, told off a little bit, I, and she enjoys them. Well, she, you know what? Let me be fair to her. She knows I don't like pizza. Right? Oh, right. So it's like, well, why are you even eating this? You don't even like you like you're literally just eating for the sake of eating at this point. Like, but you do you know, it anyway. Something you don't even like. I mean, it's midnight, and it's the only thing in the crib. What am Dude, I supposed to do? How foul are you living? That you eat hot pockets at midnight. Buddy. Uh, playing video games that talk, on top of that these days. Buddy. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. What now. are we going to do? About Plus, men should point. not be eating Hot Pockets. That's the rule. We are not patient enough to eat a Hot Pocket. Because like <laughs> I was explaining before, it's not that the Hot Pocket attacked my mouth. It's that I was so impatient that I couldn't wait for the Hot Pocket to cool down. The thing says it will come out of the microwave with the heat of seven suns, and you should wait 30 seconds before you put it entirely in your mouth. Do I do that? No. No, not at all. Uh, that comedian, uh, Matt Reif, have you seen that clips of that dude, white dude? Mm-mm. I, I, you know, watch one of his stand-ups or whatever. He's pretty funny. He's high. And he was talking about the, the thin line between... Uh, for Captain Crunch between like cut the roof of your mouth and gross like you got like and he's so and it was so accurate he's like it's like gotta be in the milk and it's right on that line where it's like, you gotta, like <laughs> eat that because and he's absolutely right Captain Crunch has like that much room before you gotta before you're done with it like, oh yeah oh yeah I got a I got a nice tight uh min, minute 55 seconds on grape nuts but <laughs> Oh yeah, it's not happening. First of all, <laughs> that is torture. Grape eating grape nuts is torture. the The fun thing about grape nuts is that you never know if it's one of your teeth that fell out <laughs> until you can get yourself to a mirror. It's like this world straw. It's like a box of relatively solid prepared grape nuts and then like one super strong one right in the middle of all of them like you know, like, like come here to play came here to take out tea you know what I mean Conor McGregor of grape nuts <laughs> right exactly <laughs> like where did you what kind of uh, what kind of is it stale I'm look, like what I'm is looking for right the there? I'm looking for the more average like like rayon shirt wearing grape nuts <laughs> You're not gonna find too many of those. <laughs> um, but nah, that that just sounded like so. I remember we used to like my mom bought that years ago. We was I was living in LA at the time. I just remember the amount of sugar I put into that bowl <laughs> to tolerate those grape nuts was just an exorbitant amount. It was like it was like you know you put so much sugar in the milk, like in the cereal in the milk, like it. Turn like this sort of clearish look, <laughs> like because it was like on top, like reflecting like the milk and the whiteness and shit. Like it was like, yo, I don't want to eat this. But this is all that we have. So fine, oh, I'm about to go boy. right in this bowl. <laughs> I'm about to pour sugar all in this joint. It was like sugar with grape nuts sprinkled into it. Right. <laughs> Topic number four. What? The world needs now. Now, right now. That's right. Um, 
reason, very serious journalist, suffers absolutely cringe on air moment. The source for this is HuffPost.com. Players involved are Will, uh, I'm sorry, Philip Wegman and Love, L-O-V-E. That's right. Radio show host <clears throat> seemed taken aback after a White House correspondent left him an awkward I love you message at the end of an appearance on Thursday. <laughs> Philip Wegman, while signing off from uh, Chris Stigall's, did I pronounce that right? Sure. Right. <laughs> Show on the uh, Washington-based station WMAL uttered the phrase after the host addressed his report on Mike Pence's presidential campaign launch. <laughs> Thank you, Phil, very much. Great catch-up, Stigall said. I love you. Thank you, Wegman <laughs> responded. The I love you seemingly caught the host off guard as he questioned whether he heard the reporter Greg, Did I just hear Philip say he loved me? Did he think he was talking to his wife for a minute? <laughs> I've never had a guest actually say that in closing. <laughs> he said, uh, I love you. Sorry, Phil. I'm married. This is very uncomfortable. Wegman later explained on Twitter that he was texting with his mother and slipped up blurting love you too aloud as his interview came to a close. I'm a very serious journalist, Wegman's wrote. Seagal later on his show burst out laughing before he informed listeners of the explanation. He texted an expletive and then said, I was reading a text from my mother. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Phil, I'm a married man, but I love you too. All right. Have you have you ever have you ever said something like completely mistakenly said something like that? Like called somebody dad or so, called somebody mom <laughs> that was clearly not your mother or father? No, not not that. I have. I am going to give an embarrassing moment. I'm. A, I'm okay with these embarrassing moments. I had I did have <laughs> an embarrassing after moments last week clearly. After last week, yeah, I'm ready now. Whatever. Y'all can know most of it, if not all of it. I remember I was on the phone with a friend and I clicked over to talk to my lady real quick. <laughs> and I clicked back, right? So I, I you know, I had said I had talked to my lady. I knew I had talked to him, but I was I was in in the mode of saying, Babe, you know what I'm saying? All right, babe. Right, right, you, right. You know? yeah. So my homeboy starts talking, he says something, and I accidentally called him babe. Like I was, and I was like, oh snap, wait a minute. Yo, hold chill, 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 chill. I was just talking to my girl and I was just used to the, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. So I'm, that type of slip up has happened. So yeah. But I've never sure. gone like three words in, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta catch yourself before the at least for the last one gets before the you gets out. Oh yeah. man. So that's my embarrassing moment similar to this. Not on air or anything like that. Okay. All right. Ask me if I've ever made a mistake like that. <laughs> I don't want to. If I'm being 100%, and I know that's the whole point of this show is to actually have a dialogue, but I don't want to ask you this question. Okay. All right, fine. Yeah. Kevin, have you ever had an embarrassing moment like that? Hell no. <laughs> of course not. You kidding me? Of course not. Get out of here. You know what the real lesson here, though, is if you're on the air live with somebody that you don't particularly care enough about to... um Give them your undivided attention. Tell them you love them. <laughs> if you're texting, you know, reading the paper or whatever, while you're doing an interview live on, was it television, radio, podcast? Uh, I said radio. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the medium is. Tell them you love them. Yeah, you might win. I mean, I don't know. The world stops for my, well, who was he saying sexing? His mother? Yeah. Yeah, my world stops That's with my mom. Right away, uh, I, I'm calling BS. Yeah, it was whack. He was, what was he doing then, though? He's probably on OnlyFans. <clears throat> <laughs> it's okay to take an L without reminding people of your profession, by the way. Like, just take an L. You don't have to say you were a very serious person. It's fine. It's an L. You're fine. You know. <laughs> It's okay, man. Like it's just make a mistake and and let it be. My bad. I don't know what was going on. I I just talked to my wife and my mom, and it was at the top of my head. You know, it was whatever. Like, yeah, slipped up. My bad. And and then go with the joke. You know what I mean? I would just uh, start saying it at the end of every single appearance. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> XOXO. Like, <laughs> like I, just, I would be the journalist that tells people that they love. What them. was it? AJG. <laughs> AJG? A jumbo genitalia. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Last week. <laughs> I'm off this show, man. Uh, wow. <laughs> Spread love. Papa. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh no. No, no. <laughs> no. Um Kev, I've been doing um, full catalog listens lately. Oh, so okay. Like, tribe or whatever. So I listen to mm-hmm. Tribe's full catalog. That's funny. I basically have been doing the same thing. Have you really? <clears throat> with, who have you Similarly. Have you- well, I go back to Cube all the time. I don't do the, I can't do the whole catalog though. Um, nah. I Me did Dela, uh, well, you know, when, yeah, when the, everything came out on streaming. Um, and then I listened to Low End Theory and Midnight okay. last week. Um, can I give a quick um uh, synopsis of of the tribe um discography? Yeah. You don't mind. Um, so first of all, I'm I'm going to venture to say that they might have the most consistently quality discography all the way through. Like even the records that people have said they didn't like, like the love movement and blah blah blah. When you listen back to those records, like there were like six songs on there that you was like, yo, nah, those is the jam. Beach yeah. Rhymes in Life. Yo, that record has, has Yeah, that I, had like two I was of my like, I skipped on. that record. I mean, I obviously played it, listened to it and stuff, but yeah. I didn't put it up there. But that isn't that the one that once again is on? The that was the signal, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. With Faith. Yeah. Yep. That's the joint. Oh my god. Wait, was that Faith on that one? Or was that stressed out? Anyway. Faith was on stressed out. Once again is dope record. Stressed out is a dope record. Was that on Beat Rhymes in Life? Stressed Out? Stressed Out was on Beat Rhymes in Life. Yeah, that record was Let me see. Hold on. I'm gonna say I wanna I wanna verify that, even though I just listened to everything. And what's what record was the hop on? Was that on Beats Rhymes in Life also? That was that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. So once again, was on uh, Beach Rounds in Life, and the hop was crazy. That crazy. record, crazy! Oh my god! Keep it moving was crazy. Mm-hmm. Get a hold is crazy. Mm-hmm. That Beach Rounds in Life record was crazy, and people was like, "Nah." Yeah. I'm like, mm, "That was the joint." And then Love Movement was dope. It was just, it was just dope, right? Yeah. Like, um, it had the joint with a uh, with a uh, Red Man on it. You know what I'm saying? Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he was like, "Shit, it, see niggas get Lysol," and then he sprayed Lysol at the end. That's right. It's fresh, right? Um. But then you get to thank you, thank you for your service, mm-hmm. right? Last record. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know a lot of people have said this before. This is nothing profound. This is not a deep thought. This is just my recent observation. If that record was mixed properly, it would be their best record. Mm. See, I got to go listen to it again. I enjoyed that it when record. I sounded to like it. a cipher. It sounded like one of those we always wanted to do a record like this records. Mm. Like that's what it sounded like. It sounded like to me. It sounded like man, this just sounded like you get your fav- your friends or your favorite rappers in the studio and tell them, yo, kick your verse, kick a verse, kick a verse. Like you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it was just verse after verse after verse after verse. Dope hook or, or you know, tie-in hook, beat change. But it was just that the mix was so weird that that it could throw you off. And it it's sort of like a um, you know how like a bad actor can take you out of a movie. Yeah. You know, the, the whole thing about a movie is to get lost in the movie. You know what I'm saying? And when, you know, a movie has like somebody like Shaq in it. Like, you know you're watching a movie. Like, you're like, all right, this is obviously a movie. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. cool, you know, yeah, right? Like, but it, you don't want to like, get taken we, out of it. You know what we need. We don't need Shaq in it. You know you need in there. You need Common in there. 
<laughs> I tried to. I tried not to discount it. Oh. Uh, but you know that's the key to a bad mix. A bad mix just takes you out of the zone of the record, right? Mm-hmm. Like you listen to a record, you love that joint, it's crazy, and then the snare is like, bah! You like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I got to I got to go listen that? to that record again because I don't know if it ever struck <laughs> me like that. I felt like it was like a. I felt like the mix was more like just like a like a rugged kind of more like more like I an thought- MOP record than a than a Tribe Called Quest record. But but that's yeah. that's a distant yeah. memory of me saying that you know because I haven't nah, listened I to it since right after it came out. It's also because their records are always so beautifully mixed. Mm-hmm. Bob Power has mm-hmm. been. I don't know if Bob Power was involved in the Take mm-hmm. Service record, but but I mean the records always sound so great. Mm-hmm. There were sounds that were coming in that would just mat trucks to your ears like <laughs> randomly. <laughs> just you know what I'm saying like. <laughs> Like the snare just jumped on your back while you was walking. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but no, I think they do. And I'm I'm going through Daylight's now, and it's amazing how dope Daylight Soul is dead is. And I knew that already. It's one of my favorite records of all times. So I've said mm-hmm. that for years. Um, I used to argue with people in high school about it. Like, shut up. This is the best record out right now. Still the best one of the best records I've ever heard in my life. Period. But I'm and as I'm going through these discographies, I'm thinking, man, Tribe, again, nothing profound, but it's the consistency that, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a tough one for me between Daylight because you blew my mind with that whole, um, we were talking about Daylight's catalog and, and the lyrical content that I hadn't paid too much attention to toward the you know, third, fourth records, fifth record. Mm-hmm. Um but I can listen to those records end to end and just like not, you know, kind of zone out yeah. just on the beats yep. and stuff. Um, I love Tribe. I love both of them. I don't know if I could rank one above the other. I want to go back I'm and listen. You it. mentioned Redman. I got to go back and listen to his catalog. Yeah, I got to listen to his catalog again. Yeah, Because he's yep. got, oh my God, just so much heat. I'm, I'm almost certain that Dare is a Dark Side is going to end up being, my, you know. Mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, I haven't, I haven't checked, but I'm, I'm certain that that there's a dark side is going to be, and not even because of era, but I just, yeah, either that or the one right after it. But I mean, yeah, can't, can't wait is one of my favorite songs he ever did. Right. Oh, um, and then, but then Muddy Waters comes in and is like, I was going to say, yeah, Muddy Waters might be, yeah. might be it. Me and Suge used to have uh, not debate over it, but I think. One of us like one better than the other. No, and he's Suge is a Red Man fan, so I'm sure mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was marginally different. But, but yeah, dude, who out now? Is it possible as we close out the show? Is it possible, Kev, for an artist these days to reach that level of catalog? An artist that a young artist that comes out tomorrow. Are kids paying enough attention to full-on projects for that person to have a discography that one will look back at and go, "He had a crazy run." I'm I'm sure there there are people who are twenty, thirty years younger than us who feel like they have those kind of artists. You know, I don't know. I mean, you know, because we're and we're counting out like. Taylor Swift and Drake and like, right we're, no, to we're big talking, big artists yeah, right core, um yeah, core hip hop artists hip yeah I don't know man it's hard to say I want to know sure. who the next who is because people be suggesting stuff online and one or two songs are good but the this whole record's never that good for me mm. to me the last thing is this one of the highlights of course was speaking at the at Cal State Fullerton and what I was trying to explain to them was the event that it was to purchase music, right? right? Like I was saying, okay, if you had $100, you was going to buy some shoes at the mall, right? Like you would parse out, like if, let's say the shoes was $80, it was going to be $90, $92 or whatever. You'd be like, okay, I got to get the $70 joints because then I'll have enough money for a CD. <laughs> like the, the actual purchase of the product, opening the product, like was – it was an event. It was part of your music experience. Now, the experience is vastly different. Um, it'll be their experience, which makes it 
better by, you know, definition to them. But to get a physical product might have actually enhanced our view of those records. We own them. They were part of our general makeup. They took up space in our homes, in our cars. Uh, and to have something you didn't like in that space was like whack. Like, oh, I got this first Fuji's album. What am I supposed to do with this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what am I listen, listen to Boof Bath over again? You, you know what? That's a funny thing that you mentioned that because Fuji's obviously one of these groups that we now look back on. Like if they had only had that first record, it'd be like, oh, yeah, they'd be gone. Um, yeah. But then they put out the score, and then and then Lauren does Miseducation and becomes this this monumental, um, you know, these monumental people in the history of hip hop, right? Um, yeah rather than just another group. And I think about that because now when I'm listening to new music, I don't have that. I don't have any of that context of where one, either they all got to be good or all your records suck. In my mind, <laughs> you can't have one good record and one bad one. You can, right? like I know it's possible, but if I happen yeah. to pick up your shitty record first, all your records yeah. in my mind are terrible. Yep. And that's yep. not fair. To the artists it's either, not. right? Because, um, because, like you know, like whether it be the Fugees or any, even even Q, you know, one of my favorite dudes. If I'd picked up the record that, you know, if I got into Q ten years after Death Certificate, yeah, the Westside Connection years, yeah, it's like I might, I wouldn't, I probably would have liked it, but I definitely wouldn't have liked it as much as as those first couple records. You know, I mean, like I remember speaking to to buying things. I remember I was in college. Death certificate was coming out, so this is this is you know it was crazy. Those years were were crazy because it's right after um, you know the riots and everything, and death certificate came out on vinyl like a week I I want to say before CD and cassette. Yeah, and I was the only one with death certificate of like you remember Carl and Lorenzo and all those guys like yeah yeah. So yeah, that was, and I was the only one with the turntable. So I, you know, dipped down to Pomona. I think Ed might have still been working at the record store. <laughs> Got that. Is. What up, face? You know, and so it was like it was crazy. But that's the kind of thing that that did create an event that I, you know, you're just not going to see as much of. I'm sure there are unique ways that people are putting out music, um, you know, for different fans at different times. I think the the focus and the energy goes a lot more around you know, spending $3,000 on a concert ticket or whatever. Well, like there was right. plenty of times where an artist that we love would be playing and we just wouldn't see it. We'd miss the tour. Yeah. Right? Because we'll it's it, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure there are a lot of people who can't go and see Beyonce or Taylor Swift or Drake or whatever. But, um, but man. Yeah, it was what the Janet Jackson concert was uh, at the Hollywood Bowl oh, yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah. Or yesterday, Janet Jackson and Ludacris. Oh, yeah. Um Saturday. Um, yeah, uh, Death Certificate came out slightly before the riots, by the way, uh, 91. Uh, oh, it was after, it was after the... It foreshadowed, right? Well, the incident after after yeah, King got beat. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> the... Um, yeah, we got to wrap this up. Next week, let's kind of run through that a little bit. Okay. Like, I'd like to... I mean, we don't have to do the the kind of judge each record, but I, I'm really interested in your thoughts because I don't want to say this on the air just yet, so I'll, I'll wait till next week. But I'm interested in your thoughts on on people's first record and whether that first record was really as good as we've always said it is. Because mm -hmm. I think that I think that I have an opinion that not a lot of people are gonna buy, but okay, you know. It's all good. All right, y'all. Yo, look, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all, man. This has been Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy, Trek Life, and your fam, Kev Sakota. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> that was to y'all. Oh, <laughs> catch us. <laughs> catch us on RapSucksRadio.com, man. At RapSucksRadio on Instagram, RSR Podcast on Facebook. This Friday, <clears throat> The 16th, June 16th, at Continental Room, downtown Los Angeles. Snapback is going down. I will be there emceeing. And Saturday at Bourbon Street Bar and Grill, 
in Fullerton. I will be DJing and MCing for Snapback Orange County. Holla at me. Check me out at Trek Life. More information on both of those events is at Snapback underscore live on Instagram. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all once again. We out of here like last year on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. Peace. We out, y'all.